Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome. I am Mark. She is Marsha. And you are listening to Computer and Technology Radio, where we cover everything technology-oriented and social media and entertainment and movies and all kinds of fun stuff. Today, we're going to talk about the weather. God, it's cold out, <laughs> or at least where we are. We're going to talk about a uh, Tesla owner who, instead of getting his car fixed, blew it up. So we got lots of fun stuff to talk about today. And Marsha, how cold is it? Oh, so cold. It's so cold. I know it's it's like in the 40s where you live. Now, first yep. of all, we want to tell everybody, because we know we have listeners all over the world, we live in Southern California. And in Southern California, oh, you know, maybe it's about 70 or it'll be maybe 65 when it gets really cold. Right, exactly. But I came into the office where I do the show and it was 59 because the air... The heater was not turned on in here. Right. And I'm sitting here in a coat and gloves. I have those little gloves, you know, where your fingers yeah. stick out. I look like something from Charles Dickens, but it's chilly. How cold And how cold is it where you are? Well, I, it was 46 right now. I have spent the morning, I don't know how I'm going to get this out of the house, but I spent the morning building an ark because the <laughs> rain has not stopped. You know, I got my dogs here, my wife is here, so pretty soon, as soon as I can figure out how to get out of the house, I'm, I'm floating down the river because it hasn't stopped raining here. Well, you know, the thing is, for those of you who don't know, California's been in a terrible drought. Yep. And now, all of a sudden, we are getting biblical amounts of water. I'm telling you, just like Mark's Ark, uh, yeah, biblical exactly. amounts of water and snow. So much snow, I think it was like... 17 feet of of snow snow. just just happened and it's still coming down and one of the great things about living in Los Angeles is you can be at your house and then literally in 30 minutes you can be hey up to Mount Waterman at the very least which is reporting enough snow to open up their ski lifts and then you just go back uh, to Santa Monica and you do sunset on the beach so yeah, yeah, it's crazy. it's great living here, but we really think that the uh, snowpack, which supplies about a third of the water, why it's only a third of the water, I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand it. Because it's at 202% of the typical average. <laughs> well, we just broke a 50-year record for snow in Southern California. It was 193, let's see, a total of 193 inches. It's now 200 so uh, it's pretty crazy down here, and uh, yay. And, but, of course, the water companies will continue to say to you, oh, no, oh. we're not out of the drought. No, 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 we're not out of the drought. Right, no. right, right. And, of course, you know, um, just so you know, for those of you who don't live here, you'll love this. So they have the uh, watering your lawn patrol that comes around to be sure that if you're in even numbers, you're watering on the correct days right. or odd number street. Now. Oh, they we got an email about it recently. So otherwise, oh, they're going to fine you. They're going to fine you for that. So water is a real issue here. So I'm just hoping. By the way, it's really weird. So I have a spit guard on my microphone. And yeah. as I talk, warm, moist air is bouncing back in my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm standing wow. outside in the cold. It's hysterical. <laughs> you are just hot, Marsha. What can I tell you? Hot stuff, oh all I can God. say. Hot but anyway, so if, if you're uh, amused at all, um, we 
broke the previous record of 179 feet of snow, which was set in 1970. And um, you can take a look on Twitter at not feet. Yes. Oh, sorry. Inches, inches. yes. Yeah, inches. You um, said feet. That, that was if you're interested, I hope it's 179 if, feet. If you're interested in getting the information, uh, UC Berkeley has a snow lab. And you can see their account on Twitter at UCB underscore CSSL, which stands for Sierra Snow Lab. And it, it, they're saying uh, we're passing the uh, 200 mark. We're, we're on our way, man. All the snow. And I crazy, hear in North crazy. Carolina it's 70. So Yeah, I talked to somebody there that's so uh, thinking, oh, he's going to tell me it's 30 degrees. And it was 70, so go figure. Uh, all right, so uh, uh, CES continues to fall apart. Oh. Uh, you oh. know, it's really interesting. Uh, the CTA president and CEO, Gary Shapiro, said CES will and must go on. Unfortunately, it'll probably go on with him and six other people because I don't know who's going. Do you know anyone that's actually going? I think I know one person that's actually going. Um, all the major media isn't going. CES right. is setting up a digital stream for yep. for the media for us to watch it. Uh, to I don't know what they're going to show us online because the thing about CES is going from booth to booth. Right. Exactly. But I mean, BM, BMW pulled out IBM, Panasonic, and Mercedes. I mean, yeah, it's insane. And that's aside from others. Yeah, uh, that's aside from Google, T-Mobile, Amazon, Meta, Waymo. Um, it's insane. Everybody is pulling out because the Omicron virus is highly virulent. But the problem is, I mean, it, it really doesn't, if you're vaccinated and everyone has to be vaccinated to go to the show, it's right, not going to make you super sick, but I don't want to be sick at all. And I don't want to no. pass on Omicron to anybody else because that's the main thing. If you catch it, then you can pass it on to a bunch of other people. Yeah, so. Exactly. So I just, I think it's, you know, raw. I, I opted out two months ago thinking, now nah, you know, this was even before Omicron because I didn't want to, just didn't be want to be in that environment. And then I guess I was ahead of my time because in the last three weeks, 98% of the world seems to be, uh, you know, dropping Yeah, it was funny because I, I dropped out last fr uh, last Monday and right after that, everybody started dropping. I guess they were waiting for one more hotel cancellation before they started because... Uh, no, I think they were waiting. think about it. No. What we're going to miss, one more year of LG showing their paper-thin TVs and roller, you know, the rolling TVs. Yeah, exactly. Right? Roller, yeah. Because exactly. <laughs> no, how many I, I years have we seen out those? When they found out that, yeah, I, I think they dropped out when they found out you weren't going. You know, you were the last straw. Said, well, Marsha's so. not going. We're going to do, what's the point? No? No. Oh. That's uh, it. That's all right, we it. got some interesting stories about, uh, yeah, that's it, about uh, Tesla. Uh, so this got to be my favorite story of the year. This is a crazy story. A Tesla owner who owned a Model S, uh, instead of paying a $22,600 repair bill, decided that instead, no, I'm going to blow up and dynamite the car. Now, I don't understand part of the story because he only, according to this, he only had 1,000 miles. Maybe where he lived, he didn't drive the car much because it's a 2,000, uh, whatever it's a 13 or 14 car. But well, from the picture of him, from the picture of him that they show, he lives in a snow place. He's got right. one, a snow hat on. He's got snow jacket, Under Armour. So, he, and I believe he's in Finland. Now, remember yeah, that batteries, yeah. 
fit batteries in that cold weather? Is is that not an issue? I'm not sure. I'm not an expert on that. But perhaps uh, that makes them die sooner. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. That's. Uh, I mean, this was a crazy. Well, he said. Like, yeah, because yeah. he said the first fifteen hundred kilometers were nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, he really enjoyed the car, but. <laughs> I mean, it's a crazy story. You got to watch the video. Just Google the internet. And uh, he is from, let's see, uh, Jayla Finland. Uh, his, he's a YouTuber. He goes by the name of Palm Jacket, I guess. And they have a team called Bomb Dudes. They strapped 30 kilograms or 66 pounds of Well, those dynamite. were the people they hired. Those were the people that he, that he hired to, to blow, blow up, up the, the car. car. Right. Uh, right, because I mean, why not? And and it looked it it looked they had bombs. There's a photo of it. They had bombs strapped all over the car. Oh yeah, it's and great. it looks great. But um, he, but the point is, he was so pissed off. Why would he have to pay? He said he'd rather blow up the vehicle than pay twenty thousand uh, euros which is about $23,000 to replace the car's battery. And this is something, again, I I know it's a funny story, but to get serious, we're not recycling these batteries. You have to replace these batteries. This just does not make sense. Uh, Internal combustion engine can be repaired and driven, right? Hundreds of thousands of miles. Right, But this was a 2013 electric vehicle, with what uh, fifteen hundred kilometers? That's crazy. Yeah. That's it just make crazy. Yeah, and I, you know, I guess I never really knew or thought, thought to ask what does it cost to replace your battery when your Tesla battery goes out, and we have to do maybe some more research about it to figure it out. But twenty-two grand for a battery? I mean, that's you know half the cost of the car. Uh, so right. it's a funny video. Google man blows up his Tesla. You'll find a a, uh, a funny video to watch on it, and it's very entertaining. And I thought that was great. Good for him. Uh, and I wouldn't have paid $22,000 for a battery either. So, yay, there you go. Well, you see, uh, where okay, he so made airline. his mistake, uh, that our social be- media people will realize where he made his mistake, is that he didn't get a sponsor. See, what yeah, he should have done was idea. gotten a sponsor right. that would have paid for a new car, which I guarantee you he was not going to buy another Tesla. But yeah, at least not. he would have gotten some extra money out of it. <laughs> yeah, funny story. Um, okay, so on top of the story we talked about CES, uh, you know, everybody not going to Vegas this year. I mean, the airlines are canceling flights like crazy. They canceled yesterday another 2,500 flights worldwide. And everywhere you turn around, they just, you know, for a number of reasons. One, they can't staff the planes because many of their employees have now gotten COVID. Uh, they have Well, and the government issues. is requiring a 10-day um, where they have right. to... You know, be alone for 10 days, isolate, and just right that way they have no crew. Yeah, uh, and there's been weather issues know. also you know, that are, sh- you know, part. Oh, yeah. Well, part of it is the weather. You know, there are a number of things going on with weather, and that happens all the time. United Airlines canceled about 6% of its total flights on Tuesday. Uh, and they're saying the Omicron case had a direct impact on the flight crews and the people that run. You know, you don't want your pilot uh, with COVID. And that was the crazy story. So, you know, just add to the, the weather and the COVID and everything else that's going on now. So that's not so good. Well, speaking of which, um, you know, that's that's another thing where we can give a tech radio tip to everybody listening. In weather like in winter, period, uh, always consider 
booking a direct flight. Sometimes, yes, they are more expensive, but at least right. you're not going to get stuck in some city in the middle of your to your destination. And that's the problem. Planes get delayed or canceled and you're expected to pick up on a flight later on and you're not going to make it. And believe me, the stress, I've been there. I will never, I don't, I refuse to do it anymore. And by the way, Mark, so I will be in England the end of uh, February and I've got a direct flight, so I won't be here to do the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, we'll, well talk in uh, I, I six weeks. I thought you'd want to know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll get but, uh, our, our, my, my little friend Candace Cameron to co-host that show. We'll see how that goes. Uh, she's done that with us before. So, uh, she is okay. sweet, but I got a couple a of real tech people I could line you up with. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. I'll get back to you. Uh, so, or I may just take that day off entirely. We'll see how it goes. But in any case, uh, you found some information about rapid testing and why they, you know, might get some uh, positives on it. Well, false positives are a thing. And if you're waiting like to go into an event and you have um, an issue and you have to take a test and all of a sudden you don't feel sick, so you take a rapid test. And those are always second to the PCR test or the polymerase chain reaction Ooh. <laughs> test uh, that is a bit more accurate. Um, these rapid tests, if you've taken one, 15 minutes and you're done, it happened. Kurt took one today because we're going to the Rose Parade. We all took one. And, you know, so we know we don't have it. But if you have a home test, remember to check the expiration dates because a lot of people are noticing there is not a long shelf life on these. Abbott, the manufacturer of the Binax Now kits, which I think are the most popular, um, they extended the shelf life from six months to a year after the FDA reviewed it and said, okay, you know, you can do this. But also hot or cold temperatures can mess with the test components. So if you store, it depends on where you store it. Try to store it in uh, room temperature. That makes sense. And don't use rapid tests when it's really cold. Uh, they that can d- diminish their benefit. So you want to do it always at room temperature. Now, what you eat or drink, this is super important, and I want to get the word out on this. Because if your COVID test requires a sw- throat swab instead of a nasal swab, just do not drink coffee, Coca-Cola, and even juice uh, for at least 30 minutes. I would... Definitely an hour before you take that test. Anything acidic, you know, like I said, even fruit juices can mess with the chemistry of a rapid or lateral flow test. So otherwise, it's going to show up positive. So just avoid eating, drinking, smoking. They say for at least 30 minutes. I would say an hour. It's not going to kill you if you want an accurate test results. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, you found some information about uh, apparently Google Fit is now available for the iOS. Yeah, I. you know, this. I'm not a big fan of loading your phone up with a bunch of stupid apps. And technically, there are some excellent apps out there if you want to measure heart rate. Um, and they're free and they're easy and they work on the camera. You put your finger over the camera. Um, they're very accurate. I've used them. They're free. 
But, you know, if you want to go ahead and get Google Fit, ooh, you can do the same thing. <laughs> um, you can easily, easily measure your heart rate and, you know, just by placing your finger on the f- camera. And you can not only do your heart rate, but you can do your breathing rate, your respiratory rate. I'm not quite sure why you want to measure that unless you're sick, in which case you should probably be in the hospital. Do you know, Mark? Doesn't make sense to me. No, I don't know. Uh, But you can do it, and you can do it on iOS, and the app looks really cute and spiffy and it'll measure your (laughs) breathing rate and your heart rate and give you all that technology right there and give you data and yay. But I kind of assume you probably have something like that on an iPhone. And like I said, I use, it's a heartbeat app on, on Android and it works just great. Just put your finger over the camera. It's not rocket science. It's a very easy test to run. Oh yeah. So there's definitely one on the iOS. But if you want it, and it is available from Google on iOS. Okay, there you go. Um, you know, the, uh, we always wonder what the right temperature is that you're supposed to set your thermostat at. And apparently, according to the experts, it's 68 degrees for most of the day during the winter. We, ours is much lower than that in the house because my wife doesn't happen to like heat. But uh, they say that for the maximum efficiency... You should also designate eight hours per day during the day, which you turn your temperature down by 7 to 10 degrees, and it says it'll reduce your yearly energy costs up to 10%. So, you know, and the energy costs are very expensive. So, uh, I don't know, where do you keep your thermostat? Well, at night, we keep the house very cold. (laughs) So, very, very, 65 I mean, even the cat wants to climb under the covers. So, you know, it's cold. During the day, probably 68, 67. It's, I like it cold, too. I don't like a hot, I don't like hot blowing air. Yeah, that neither does you know, my I, wife. I don't think it makes it comfortable. So, yeah, I just keep it chilly. Keep, I, you can always put on a sweater. That's why we have sweaters. Well, it says <laughs> but the interesting thing, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, when you set your home to a lower temperature, apparently it will lose heat more slowly than if the temperature were set at a higher temperature. So all kinds of little tips for that, I guess. Yeah, uh, well, some of the tips that we should pass on are um, if it's if you keep it at a certain temperature, and this goes against everything Nest says because Nest is always changing the temperature. Have you noticed that? Your Nest is always wanting to change the temperature and it's either never cold enough for me or I feel a hot air blowing. But they say if you keep it like at 68, your house won't lose the heat and it keeps uh, you know your cooler in- indoor temperature Temperature will help it retain heat longer and reduce the amount of energy required to keep the house comfortable. I don't know. I don't know. I've been in other states, and somehow when it's really, really, really cold outside, you want to keep it warmer. But whatever. And if you have a heat pump, which is a whole different thing, uh, you really can't use a smart or programmable thermostat. Because if you have a heat pump system, you've got to speak to somebody about buying a special thermostat that would be designed for use with the system. The Nest will not work with that. The bottom line... Yeah, I never put a Nest in. 
Oh, you didn't. Oh, okay. No, we I have, don't have a nest now. We have one, two, three, three nests. And it's and in the guest house, we have another one. So, yeah, it's, uh, I find they're good, and uh, they do learn eventually, but it's the training them every season that gets a little tiresome. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we looked at some of the tech that came out in 2021 of, of some of the things that were the best, and PC Magazine actually came out with the best tech that they found during that period of time. And so we'll give you a couple of those. Um, I, I do not use Mac. I am an iOS user, of course, but not a, but a PC user. So, uh, but a lot of people love the Mac, and they came out with the 24-inch, what they call the blue 24-inch iMac. Uh, and surprisingly enough, you know, you expect Macs to be in the thousands of dollars. This one runs about $1,299. It's called the iMac 24-inch. Uh, and uh, their screen and their displays are usually just absolutely beautiful. And that's so an all-in-one, is it not? Is, yes, that's it is. an all-in-one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they are pretty and they come in lots of colors. That's all I know about yep. them. <laughs> yep. They're very good. They also, you know, a lot of the, the things that PC Magazine liked uh, were, were Apple products. They came out with the uh, recommendation on their Apple MacBook Pro, their 14-inch Pro. Uh, which is way more costly than you'd get for a 14-inch uh, PC. That sells for about $2,000. And that's a huge difference. Well, I the mean, thing about this article is it's the tech that they bought at PC right. Mag. Right. So it isn't really a top 10 list of the best tech of the year. It's what they bought in 2021. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're obviously running their office on Apple. Uh, well, Kurt clearly. did buy did buy a MacBook Pro and he's very happy with it, but he got that thirty seven or almost forty inch curved Samsung monitor. Oh yeah, that's, that's so, huge. Yeah, so that's kind of he now now he's on his computer a lot because the monitor is so big and he can have so many windows going at once. Uh, yeah, the next thing they like again an Apple product was the AirPod Pros, which I still to this day contest that you don't need to spend two hundred dollars for AirPods. Uh, there's plenty of really good ones out there for sixty, seventy dollars. Uh, you know, check around; you'll find some that that are not. Well, as I have the OnePlus that are excellent. They, right. but the deal is, and we have a story later on about Gen Z. Gen Z refuses to wear, use AirPods. They think they look stupid. And I think they look stupid too. Even though I have some, yeah. I don't, not AirPods. I have the OnePlus, but they, they look stupid. Well, it, and instead of that, Beats, which has become very, very popular for their headsets and such, came out with the Beats Power Beat Pro, which actually fits over your ear. So they're going to stay in. They're not going to fall out. You know, and I know your issue often is that you don't want to wear them because they'll fall out. Uh, this mm -hmm. one actually just goes over your ear. So it's a nice uh, ear, you know, it attaches very easily. It's got a very good battery life. And that runs about $129. So that's, you know, much less expensive than But wait a minute. Some of Plantronics the, uh, did the exact same thing. Oh, only, yeah. Only oh, it yeah. wasn't wireless. What? 10, 10 years ago? <laughs> the oh, yeah. over the I mean, air. Every day. It you was bet. called Blackwire. I, I have those and I love them and I use them. A lot of times, uh, if I'm not doing video, just for audio. But, yeah, this is nothing new. They just made it look snappy. It's in bright red. Right. So that's it's, what makes yeah, it cool looking. Cool. Yeah, it's cool looking. Uh, if you got an electric car, the ChargePoint HomeFlex electric vehicle charger costs you 1000 uh goes up in your house, and it's a fast charger for your electric car. 
So if you got one of those, you probably want to yeah, use Yeah, and how much is like the, the electrician bill to uh, install it? Yeah, that is not cheap. That is definitely not cheap. So you got a couple of different costs there. Um, and, you know, it says a lot of good stuff uh, that you can look for and buy. Uh, you got the LG C1 55-inch 4K OLED TV. I bought an LG earlier this year, and it's fantastic. I cannot uh, say enough good things about that TV. Uh, they're really, really excellent. So um, so that's where we've got. So those are some of the... Uh, yeah, some of the... <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 amazing. The cleaning gel, though. They mentioned the cleaning gel for the keyboard. I've right. never cottoned on to that or wanted to really do it. Have you ever tested those? I know we've gotten samples of them, and I've just oh, kind of yeah. gone, nah, I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, a Q I'm a Q-tip and a brush person for keyboards. How do you uh, clean your I keyboard? You know, I have an air, you know, one of the uh, air things where you just, you know, uh, whatever it's No, called. but the fingerprints or, or the dirt oh, on the keys. Oh, fingerprints. Oh, oh, uh, I just wipe it with a cloth. I don't even, I don't use any kind of chemicals or anything. I literally just wipe it down with a cloth. So, you know, oh, okay. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not uh, big on putting any kind of stuff because I'm always afraid it's going to bleed into the system itself. So I don't like putting any kind of liquids on my keyboard. Um, so I just use an air blower or a cloth to, to wipe it down. So, uh, cool. yeah. Okay. Um, By the so way, the next story that I got that I just I just loved this. Uh, do you remember why or how they took Al Capone down? Oh yeah, tax evasion. Right, and the deal was he hadn't declared income from all of his illegal activities. Well, it seems right. a memo has come out, IRS Publication Seventeen. <laughs> Where the IRS wants taxpayers to include on their phones uh, forms, quote, income from illegal activities such as money from dealing illegal drugs. Right. Make sure you put that on your Schedule 1, Form 1040 on Line 8Z or Schedule C, Form 1040, if it's from your self-employment activity. And this is what, I mean, the IRS wrote this down. They want you to know this. So... Aside from your receipts, you have to report any income from drug deals, bribes, stolen goods, prostitution, or any other illegal activity you're into. I mean, this is a good thing to know, don't you? I mean, if you steal stuff, you yeah, need to report the fair, fair market value. So if you're one of those smash and grab people and you've gone to the Louis Vuitton store in Beverly Hills and broke their window and stolen the bags, be sure right. to put that on your income tax. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Where, where does this come from? Seriously. Seriously. Do they really think people are doing this? Yeah. And you do you remember what uh, Al Capone, how he died? No. Oh, he had syphilis. I know that. He had syphilis. Yeah, that's he died from having syphilis in prison. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, well, he got was, he uh, to be Capone, Capone. I think there's a new show on Capone, too. He did catch syphilis at a very early age, but he I was into so, all right. kinds of, yeah, at a very early age because he had syphilis most of his life. So it was, yeah. But anyway, never mind syphilis. <laughs> Let's, we were talking <laughs> yeah. about taxes. But, yeah, right. you know, I want to know who actually, you know, like if you find a dollar on the street. Or yeah. if you embezzle a, 
office supplies from your from your employer yeah, or, right. or embezzle money, let's just say anything. Are you going to put it on your taxes? I, I don't think so. Seems doubtful. Seems like I, it would I be doubtful. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. But the law exists and it does make money. So I, I, it doesn't say in any of the articles I read uh, that they are turning people into law enforcement for these criminal activities, but they are definitely... In 2020, there were 324 tax fraud convictions. So beware. Okay, you know? There you go. Um, you found some stuff about Gen Z and what does Gen Z think the top 10 things were in 2021. So on that list, wired headphones I thought was kind of interesting. We were just talking about headphones. Uh, well, what did you? seriously, seriously, they hate wired he headphones. I mean, this is a thing. The hip, cool thing is to have a wired, the old Apple ones, which I had on in a couple of boxes, and I, I was thrilled to pull them out because they did hang right. in your ears really well. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, other things that aren't particularly modern tech, flip phones. They are all about the flip phones, and Samsung and a lot of other brands are very happy to hand them a brand... That yeah, that little flip phone of Samsung's is just adorable. I, I saw it up close, wanted it so bad, but I need a new phone. Like, really, oh, right. I don't need it. Right. I don't need a new phone. Um, yeah, exactly. And Uggs are back, which is very cool. I know this is fashion here, but you know, tech, fashion, and Gen Z. Um, I'm wearing my Uggs right now, <laughs> and yoga pants, which I'm also wearing right now. Wow. Um, they're bringing it all back, and they've started using emoji just like old people, which is kind of cool. Because we tend, millennials and a lot of people I know, tend to um, overuse emoji. I know I do. And Gen Z is doing it too, which is nice. So it makes me feel, makes me feel happy. Just, yeah, I, just and, uh, know, and, and camcorders, which was interesting. They are buying camcorders. Like on eBay, they buy used camcorders from the 90s to document their lives to give their videos a nostalgic feel. So You know, I still have one. I have a camcorder. I have my RCA. If I remember right, it was called a C10. And I bought it when camcorders first came out. It weighed about 1,000 pounds. You know, you had to work out to be able to carry it on your shoulder and uh, and I still have it sitting in the garage someplace. So uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll sell it on eBay. I didn't realize they were that popular again. Uh, yeah, so that, but then again, you never know. If you need something to record during the the apocalypse, you never know. Well, right, right, exactly. And they worked well. The, you know, the uh, the video was quite good on that. Even though you were using VHS tapes, the old for those of you who don't remember camcorders, you had a VHS tape. For those of you who don't remember VHS tapes, and it was a big honking tape, and you stuck it in the camcorder, and that's how you recorded. You got a couple of hours of record time on those, as opposed to your iPhone, which will you know record for forty hours if you have enough uh, you know memory in your card so uh, yeah that's kind of cool um, but i mean a, a lot of that a lot of it's happening again it's coming back because there we did have good tech there's no reason to throw it all away i'm just saying <laughs> no you're exactly right that's exactly right um and it was there anything else on that list that you found interesting nah, no not not terribly um so what kind of face masks are you using you know, I have been using, uh, a friend of ours got us the, uh, the surgical masks. 
So we've been using surgical masks now for, oh, months. Uh, the kinds you see in the hospital, the kinds they hand out when you go into a hospital. Uh, right. I originally was using the cloth mask until everybody said, no, don't use those. Those are terrible. So we stopped using cloth masks, and that's what we use now, the other ones. Well, that's what I've been using pretty much since the get-go. But now they're saying there are plenty of KN95s, N95s, all and look to be sure they're NIOSH approved before you make a purchase. But I mean, the price has come down so much that you can get them on Amazon as cheap as a buck a piece. Right. And you can reuse them. You can use them all day. You can wash a lot of them. So take a look over at Amazon. And I, I just, I went ahead because they have all different styles now in the N95. It isn't the same, you know, one we watch people use at the beginning of the pandemic. And they had one, because I wear a unique style one, and they had one, it was a uh, 3M. Now, it'll take a while to get. Um, Amazon says they won't get it to me till the 6th of January, but that's okay, because I got plenty of the surgical masks. Um, Surgical masks are made of melt-blown polypropylene in three layers. So that's great, but there's also that polypropylene in the N95 masks, only I believe it has much more layers. (laughs) So they do a much better job. And let's face it, you don't want to catch it. Nobody wants to catch it. You don't want to spread it. So... If the prices come down and they're reusable, uh, why not? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, and be safe. And, you know, uh, I know for years we laughed at people. You know, you saw tourists that would come into the United States. This is long before the pandemic. In, in shopping malls and such wearing masks. And everybody used to laugh and go, ah, well, Nobody I knew so laughed, stupid. but, you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's you. Oh, well, your people were nicer than my friends. And they went, ah, ha, ha, look at those idiots wearing masks. What are they afraid of? You know, what, are we going to have a pandemic? Well, yeah, guess what? So not as dumb as it appeared to be a couple of years ago, needless to say. Well, and plus, what's interesting, I got my face first face mask in Singapore, and that was before the pandemic right? Um, because they have so much pollution. And I used it also in Shanghai Mm -hmm. because they have so much pollution there. And again, people didn't laugh at you because you wanted to protect your lungs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I kind of got used to the fact of wearing it. I don't like wearing a mask at all. Well, nobody does. This is something, you know, it's bad for lipstick makers, what can I say? Or your or your mouth looks so good when you take off your mask. Oh, this is, yeah, exactly. That, that's another thing. But people really need to start wearing masks, and, and these are reusable, and they're cheap now. So Well, and have you done this because have you been wearing a mask and forgot you had your mask on and went to take a bite of food and shoved it into your mask? You done that one yet? Never once. Okay, I have to I have to confess that I got very close to shoving it into my mouth because now we're more used, you know, after two years, we're now more used to wearing masks. And, you know, it's the first month of wearing a mask. It was, I can't breathe, I can't move, I can't walk. And then as time went on, you got a little bit more used to them. So I'm glad you didn't do that. I unfortunately did probably <laughs> once. That's um, funny. Needless to say. That's funny. Yeah. So uh, what are you watching now on TV? Well, you know, and and just like that, I've been watching, you know, the reboot for Sex and the City. 
It's going okay. in some interesting directions because the really, what was it in the 90s when it first started? And the whole world was different then. And now it's different. And the show is totally different. The characters are different. It's interesting to see, to revisit these people like 20 years later. So I'm watching that. But there's nothing on really between what, Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, it's very quiet. Everything's in reruns on regular television now. And, you know, I'm kind of scrambling myself to find things to watch. You know, here and there something new comes up. Uh, we talked about the, uh, the Lucy movie. I liked You Didn't, uh, be, yeah. uh, being the Ricardos. Uh, but there are some other things that are coming out. This tomorrow is the release, yay, of Cobra Kai, season three. So three, three or four. I think maybe season four. Um, and that's been wonderful. And I know you've been watching that, have you not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. But by the way, like I said, or I mentioned, I'm going to the Rose Parade on New Year's Day. If you want to see something that's absolutely beautiful, and there's a lot of tech involved there, the floats in the parade are all covered with plant matter, whether it's petals from flowers, flowers, palm fronds, seeds, grass, I mean, all kinds of any plant matter. Uh, nothing on the floats in that parade are painted. It's all made of flowers. And it, it, it's, it's amazing to see. And they smell beautiful as the floats go by you when you're watching the parade. So if you have a chance on New Year's Day, you know, you're recovering from a late night out, snuggle up on the sofa and watch that parade. It's going to be really, really beautiful. Yeah, they do a phenomenal job, I have to say. And, and you're right, the technology on some of those floats and the way they work is just truly, oh. truly stunning. You're, it's going to be about 30 degrees there. You better bundle up. Yeah, well, you know, I learned cold. our seats are right under where the TV, uh, you know, where they sit for d doing the yeah. TV. So right. we're right by the cameras. And it, the thing is, we're not on the sun side. You know, the sun moves over our heads. So okay. the people across the street, they get the sun in their eyes. We don't have the sun in their eyes. But the parade starts at 8 a.m., which right. means we have to leave the house around 4. Yeah, because we're fun. supposed to be in, because we're in high security seats. So we have to be there in our seats by 6.30. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty damn yeah, early. It, it's very, but you know, I mean, let's face it. After you've gone out, for New Year's Eve enough times. I mean, how exciting is it watching the ball drop, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, you're hearing the show, obviously, we're talking about New Year's. Uh, so we're pre-taping the show before. So the New Year's is right. already over with by the time you're listening to this. Oh, that's um, right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. You did the same thing on Christmas Day, too. So yeah, way, I, yeah, I can't help myself. I, I'm, I have to be honest. Well, maybe should we release this New Year's Day? Maybe we'll do that instead. Well, we, yeah, well, it's possible. Then in that case, Happy New Year's on New Year's Happy Day. Happy New Year. We the show on that, <laughs> on that particular day. A uh, couple, uh, couple of TV shows probably worth watching. Um, I just found The Chair, which is on Netflix. I don't know, Marsha, if you've seen that. It's with Sandra Oh. And she's the chair of a university English department. And it's uh, very touching, very entertaining. It's got uh, Jay Duplass, uh, Holland Taylor, who's terrific, David Morris, Bob Balaban. So it's got a really good cast. And I it's was kind of a watching. Fun show. How long is it? Is it? It's a series. Um, it's a mini series, it's a series. isn't it? Well, yeah, it's a I series. watched it a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. 
yeah, it could have been. It's been out for actually it came out this year, earlier yeah. in the year, and uh, it's it's very entertaining. And I was like I say, I was looking for something to watch, and uh, that stream, you know, that came across. So I'm kind of enjoying that. Uh, and there's a, you know, I think Netflix is now where you kind of want to look, and also. Um, Prime Video and some of the others. There's a movie I haven't seen yet that's got all kinds of stars on Netflix called Don't Look Up. And that's the one with, uh, oh, it's Josh Glass and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Meryl Streep. And uh, about the end of the world, I think it is. Some satellite or something's coming to destroy the world. So uh, that's available. Well, that sounds streaming. interesting. What, yeah. and what, what is it called again? It's called, uh, let's see, Don't Look, was it Don't Look Down, I believe is the name of it? Oh, yeah, uh, I read, I've seen a lot, of a lot of buzz about it, but I have not, yeah. you know, and just so you know, folks, we will be celebrating Betty White's birthday, but that's not oh, till yeah. the 17th. Correct. So, you know, hey, we'll be here, go. hopefully Betty White will be around, and we will have a great celebration for her. Hey, either, <laughs> uh, either Happy New Year, it's already, or it's not. Have a good one, we'll see you next week. <laughs> So this is Marsha Collier and Real Mark Cohen on Twitter. We're here every week. Well, it's a little sketchy about when we launch, but we're here for you, and we enjoy talking about tech. You let us know if you like us. Tell your friends. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio Bye-bye. with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.